You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! Hello and welcome back to the Thunderquack podcast, the official podcast of Thunderquack Podcast Network, which you can get early every Tuesday over at patreon.com slash thunderquack, just like our Patreon producers, Brian Murowski and JJ Samuel do. Or you can wait and get it late every Friday on podcast services across the galaxy. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. And I'm your other host, Amanda Conkin. We're back. Uh, we're on We're on this bi- bi-weekly. Yeah, it's bi-weekly. Semi-weekly yeah. would be twice a week. Yeah. We are bi-weekly. We are every other week. Uh, and... I don't know. It's 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 different. It's the same. It's the same, but different. But it's also completely different. And I feel like the energy and the vibe is very different. I've been up since four thirty this morning. It's currently nine thirty. That's what you get for having children. Uh, yeah, that is what I get for having children. <laughs> uh, I am, uh, as the French say, retired. I uh, and so I don't know. I don't know what this episode's going to be. People, we just did we just did forty five minutes of bonus for the uncut crowd, so uh, they're getting their money's worth on this episode. I mean, are they? I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it's long quantity over quality. I don't know. It's not for Maybe. me to judge, but I <laughs> I but we're gonna do something different on this episode. I feel like some of the most fun that we've had recently. I, and when I say it was the I'm, first time the first time that you've given me podcast homework, homework that yeah. I did immediately because usually you give me podcast homework and then you ask me right before we're podcasting if yeah. I did it and I'm like uh no <laughs> but um, I actually did it this time but I knew because I think I because I think I know you pretty well yeah uh I I I knew that this was like up your alley yes um, it was so yeah like I I yeah I I, I had a I had a sense that this that that this was going to go over well, but our but the content that we've been doing recent uh, not recently but but back before Christmas right before Christmas we kind of had like three weeks there where we were just kind of doing ridiculous stuff and <laughs> it wasn't so much like oh let's talk about the content that we're consuming but it was just kind of us being us and like like I'm thinking specifically about ranking all of the pretty boys. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was such a fun podcast. Which was a lot of fun, and so I I was thinking about that, and I was just thinking like, what can we do that's like that's kind of like in that that's a little bit less of the like, hey, let's talk about because because right now I've got Rebel Cells going again because Bad Batch is on, so go 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 subscribe and listen to Rebel Cells because um, Bad Batch is awesome, it's phenomenal. I was totally like expecting to not care about it because I was like, yeah, it's just a bunch of clones, who cares. Uh, but what I forgot was that a uh, Star Wars is rad. Uh, B D Bradley Baker, maybe that should have been D. Uh, D Bradley Baker Ha-ha. is amazing. He's incredible. 
Is he a uh, voice actor? Is he, that who that is? he voices all of the clone troopers. Oh, jeez. Right. I guess. Hey. <laughs> and Bad Batch is a group of five adult male clone troopers. And not to not to give away the first episode, but like they, they got a new clone trooper that joins them who is a young girl. I I that's kind of me selling the show is that like this is the interesting twist that they threw in is that is, is that because they're the they're the bad batch. So like they're they're This is the pitch on it, is that like there's just these five troopers um, and four of them are genetically modified basically like they've uh the the kaminoans the the the, the big uh q-tip gray-headed uh fish face aliens they're not really fish face but they're kind of they're aquatic they're semi-aquatic uh, i don't the really cloners know. from Attack oh the cloners okay okay yeah. okay the ones that actually look like aliens yeah 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 um they they cultivated genetic aberrations and basically like like because it's like some of the, the there's a concept from like way back in in the early seasons where you meet this one guy uh, uh 99 who's like he's like a uh sort of like your classic uh, uh igor hunchback type type of character i uh, uh, and he's a janitor on camino because he's not fit for soldiering he's he can't be a part of the army gotcha. so they've like put him to work as as like a custodian uh, in the city instead instead of euthanizing them, which is great like that's fantastic let's treat them like they're living beings and not uh droids right i i so so he and and the, the whole arc there is that like he it, it ends up that like oh well they're all brothers they all they all have the same heart basically right like they're all they're all cloned from the same mandalorian soldier stock and he ends up like saving the day in his episode but he does die uh spoilers but then they like kind of took that idea and went like, oh, what if what if the Kaminoans like selected certain like of these these uh, defective clones because like they have their their genetic predisposition predispositions could be kind of like nurtured in the right direction um, and make them enhanced. So the easiest one to point out is is one of them is called Wrecker and he's like gi- he's gigantic compared to the other clones like the clones are like six feet tall. But Wrecker is like almost seven feet tall and like muscle, like pure muscle, and he can like he he in in the premiere episode, like in the first five minutes, he like pushes a hover tank off the side of a cliff, and you're like, that's not something that a person should be able to do. But he has essentially Hulk super strength, right? And so like there's 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 four of them, and they all have these different enhancement so wrecker is strong hunter is the leader and he's got like enhanced senses so he can like smell really far away and like or like people. hunt yeah. some might say uh tech is donatello from the ninja turtles <laughs> <laughs> all i need to say um he's the numbers guy he's like a, he's like a brilliant tactician it's a little bit because his name is tech i think there's actually a little bit of like a misnomer there i don't get to that but uh, and then there's Crosshair. You'll get to who, that on the Bad Batch podcast. Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm, can... keep, I'm being real quick. And then there's Crosshair, who's a sniper. And then at the end of Clone War of the Clone Wars, they had another one join them named Echo, who is from another group of clone troopers that are like really important to the overall story of Clone Wars. But Echo had been captured by Separatists, and they basically like turned him. The Techno Union, who are all about cybernetics, had basically like used him as an experiment to turn him into he's kind of he's got like the lobot thing you know the guy on cloud city that that oh yeah yeah that does all of lando's he's his like uh, his assistant guy his personal assistant 
they get basically like did that to him, but like unwillingly Lobot volunteer. Um, so he's like all hooked into computers and stuff. Like he's half man, half droid, half clone, half droid, which is an interesting thing because the clones were trained to kill droids. Right. Droids, like that's right. their whole thing. So, uh, so he's a misfit as well and doesn't fit in with the rest of the clone trooper. So he goes and joins bad batch. So that's like, that's the main crew. And in the first episode in the, the 70 minute premiere, kind of like a mini movie they uh they discover that there's this girl omega in camino and she is also uh an enhanced clone but but she's also i uh, i'm choosing to say feminine coded uh like she she's she's definitely female coded but there is nothing so far to actually indicate like nobody actually said like oh she has different chromosomes from from the rest of the the interesting clone troopers. Right. So there there are some people online who are like this like like they're choosing to see the character as a trans character, and it's like okay cool I want to leave people that interpretation like if that's like so I'm being conscious of my terminology when I talk about her that it's like she is she's a girl, but that doesn't necessarily have to mean that she's biologically female right like it's just she's just different from the rest of the clone troopers. Because she's a girl, and that's all that matters. Uh, so, if you want to see her as a trans character, I think that that's awesome. Like, I think that that's great that there's a character that people can can uh, see themselves in in that way. Even if Lucasfilm isn't like it's that's not the canon or whatever. Who cares? Oh, oh. It's like like yeah. see it the way you want to see it. Mark Hamill said a thing a while ago. Like, I think it was in, in advance of the Last Jedi. He was doing like an interview, and somebody came up like 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 a comic-con style thing but it wasn't it was like at a university and somebody was in the in the in the crowd and question it was like i've i've always seen luke as gay is there anything in the way that you played the character that like can you like confirm or deny that sort of thing and mark hamill's response was like if that's how you see the character then you're right right like like and and he said like i that was never that was never a part of Luke's story. Like, like romantic relationships were never a part of his story. So like Mark Hamill says, like he always, like even from like 1977, he like left that stuff open. Like, like he didn't, he didn't play it one way or another because it wasn't important to Luke's character. Right. Right. So if you kissed his sister. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, so, so like if you, if you want to see him that way, like if you want, if you, see him that way or asexual or whatever, like, like however you want to see him. Cause there's a bunch of different interpretations out there. Then, then you're right. Like, 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 you know, like there's nothing, there's nothing about the character that's not open to that. So I kind of, I'm kind of taking that same approach with, with Omega right now where it's like, Oh yeah. Like if that's how people want to see the character, like, I think that that's, I think that's a cool interpretation of the character. Um, and it would be, I think it would be a very progressive, very cool thing for, for them to do. I don't think they will. I don't think Disney's that bold at the moment. Um, but, uh, but it's fun. It'll, it'll be fun while it lasts until it, until it's kind of confirmed one way or the other. But I, I, yeah, like to me, that's kind of one of the selling points is that, is that it, it, I thought it was just going to be five guys going around the galaxy, blowing stuff up. And it turns out that it's actually about, um, 
everybody's calling it the dad batch now because it's, it's like it's it's i uh, uh man i don't want to give it away it's a bunch of guys and a baby uh, <laughs> but <laughs> and a little lady i guess not a baby because she's not a baby but um because she's like 10 or 11 or something but i uh, an adolescent she's described as um but yeah it's a it the show is great um i i and and i think that everybody should go watch it um everybody who likes star wars like if you're if you're enjoying the mandalorian then like why why would you deny yourself more good star wars uh if you like the movies if you like the mandalorian and i'm speaking specifically to amanda who keeps denying herself good star wars i know and she says that she's a star wars fan but then she's like i don't want to watch cartoons that's even I though never said that <laughs> even though she works in the animation industry everybody knows make. that the most effective way to change someone's behavior is through public shame <laughs> is to public shame them yeah great it's the i'm most so effective pleased way to do it. i did um, start watching clone wars it's not like i haven't started watching that at some point in time so i but yeah so i said all it's in of progress that. didn't we talk about this on the <laughs> On the extended cut, it's not that I'm procrastinating it. It's not that I'm not doing it. It's that I'm in progress of watching the Clone Wars right yeah. now. It's just taking me a couple of years. Okay. I uh, yeah, a good. Uh, it's I mean, it's been twelve years, uh, almost <laughs> almost thirteen years uh, at this point since that's it fine. premiered. But that's fine. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> um, the good. the problem is that like the longer you take, the more frustrating it is for me because it's like because a now it's not just Clone Wars now it's Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels and now you're also not watching Bad Batch and it's like like come on I don't understand like, how we're friends anymore Mike quite frankly uh, hey look <laughs> basically I don't want to say you put you you're putting up with a lot right now <laughs> I am it's <laughs> you work in animation and it is like I the know. like. The Star Wars series, even Resistance, which was not, in my opinion, the best of the three series. It's probably going to so be far. the one that I enjoy the most because I feel like sometimes that happens. It might actually, but but like even Resistance won all of the awards <laughs> in animation, and it's like this. It's like at, it, before it was just you being a bad Star Wars fan. Now, now it's me being you're being bad. you're yeah. you're being a bad. animation professional because you're because you're ignoring (laughs) like the 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 gold standard of of animated television and it's like that's what you you work in that industry you should you should at least have (laughs) a working knowledge but that's okay do you think i could do you think i could spin it as a work project and just spend an hour of my job every day just like doing research i'm researching for to make me a better animation professional (laughs) yeah i think so there you go fair yeah I like it. Sold. Um. Anyways, all of that is to say that we're not going to talk about. I don't think we're going to talk about that type of stuff as much anymore. Um. We will still talk about about whatever we're watching or whatever when it's when it's worth talking about. But I. But yeah, I we've don't got know. some I, very specific things to talk about. Like we'll talk about very specific things because we're now. Yeah doing specific elements of the thunder park podcast right where we're doing like yeah it's it's like yeah we yeah so we've got we have our mcu show we've got i've got two star wars shows (laughs) like like there are places to talk about that other stuff Mm. um so yeah it's like i I feel like thunderquack will be kind of the place where we talk about stuff that doesn't fall into those categories um if dc ever gets their act together we'll we'll maybe start a dc show but they just they're not putting out enough quality content for us to consistently talk about them. 
Um, it's not like the MCU where now like the MCU is not just movies, but it's also these TV series. So it's like when we look at the content calendar, there's like this steady flow of stuff for us to talk about with DC. It's like, there's like, there's like one movie coming out this year. It's a, it's, it's kind of wonky, but, and it's, and it's, it's, it has some of the same actors from suicide squad, but it is not a sequel to suicide squad, but it's also not, not a sequel to suicide squad. So (laughs) Like, you don't yeah. have to have seen Suicide Squad, but if you have, there will probably be some jokes. Kind of like Harley Quinn, right? Like like the, the, the Birds of Prey movie, where it was like, they kind of they kind of retcon Joker right in the first, like, 15 minutes of that movie. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> we're just going to pretend like that Joker doesn't exist. And then that Joker shows up in Justice League, and you're just like, I'm confused. I just, it's not even, it's not even, like, confused. It's just like... It's more bewildered of like, 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 what are you guys doing? Why do you not? Does Warner Brothers not like these characters? Like, do they, do they, are they? I just think they don't know what to do with them. We've talked about this multiple times. I think they're actively trying to hurt the fans, but. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) At this point, that's the only assumption you can make is that, I mean, like, there was another article today about, like, Gal Gadot being like, yeah, Joss Whedon's a piece of garbage. And, and, and yet, like like Warner brothers still hasn't come out and gone like, yes, yeah, sorry about that guy. You know, right. like they're still like, yeah. they're still being quiet about it and whatever. And it's just like, cause they don't want to admit guilt because if they admit guilt then they're opening themselves up legally and it's like, yeah, but what's the right thing to do? And then you think about it and you go like, these are the people who are responsible for telling stories about Superman. Yeah. And they can't be bothered to just like do the right thing. It's uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating. Disney should just, by dc comics um <gasps> blasphemy they can't own everything come on they can they can and they will i uh, i anyways uh we're not gonna talk about any of that stuff today we're gonna we're actually going to talk about a uh, pseudoscientific uh personality identification uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about like it's the, the the website is 16 personalities that's the one that i always go to but i can't remember it's like the myers-briggs it's the myers-briggs and when i told somebody i was like hey yeah what's your myers-briggs and they're like you know that that's just astrology right <laughs> and like made me sad it 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 is but it also <laughs> is not because astrology doesn't ask you any relevant questions to who you are right. astrology says okay what day and what time were you born and the the um celestial bodies in the sky determine what kind of a person you are and it's like that's, that's fair, not yeah. it's it's always the joke There's... of like of like oh uh, what what are you it's like oh i'm a gemini it's like oh that means that you're stubborn and uh and i i but but precocious and like it's just it's just a bunch of stupid adjectives gemini is like, two-faced actually no i know what i it know is. this I am because it's my sister but then but then it's like oh, yeah. it's like oh what are you it's like oh i'm a taurus oh well then you're bullheaded and uh yeah. and and uh and 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 serendipitous and it's like <laughs> that's the same thing. <laughs> like, like, like you just, they just like use different adjectives to describe the same six things that could describe any human being. Cause it's like, that's like fortune telling where a fortune teller or a psychic will just like say sort of vague general things that could apply to anybody. And it's like, Oh, I'm getting a sense. 
I'm getting a sense that when you were a child, you experienced something. But then that's the thing with Myers-Briggs is that it allows you to do that yourself. (laughs) But, but Myers-Briggs is like, and with, and especially like with the personality tests that this website does, it's like, they're actually charting something. They're actually like asking you questions and sure those questions are, um, you're answering them probably subjective. I mean, you have, it, it's gotta be subjective. It's to gotta a be subjective. Degree, it's how you see yeah. yourself. Yeah. So there's not an objectivity about it. So, so there's a little bit of a predetermination in there of like, it's a bit of a, it's an introspective prophecy. self-reporting questionnaire. Yeah. But, kind of. but I do like it because yeah, it does. When I look at these, it's like, I definitely identify as my personality type. Don't say yours yet. Okay. I do too. I was reading it and I was like, what? And it's the same. The thing is I've done this years ago. I did my Myers-Briggs years ago and I kind of have always remembered it in the back of my brain. Like I wasn't quite sure, but then I'm, I was reading it again. I was like, oh, well. And then I took the test and I was like, this isn't going to give me the same answers because I feel like I've changed. And then I was like, nope, it's the same. I'm the same. Yeah. So personality types like this, this test, one of the interesting things is that you might have some shift in your personality, but but it would be very rare for somebody to like flip personality types, especially because so it's 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 categorized into into four categories. There are uh, on this website, there are it's a it's like a four letter designation. And then each one of those four letter combinations um, I, has like two alternatives as well. So. There are four types, analysts, diplomats, sentinels, and explorers. Uh, and and they're kind of, it's, oh man, let, let, let me, let me, let me get the, I got to bring this one thing up and then, and then I'll go into this. So I, uh, the, the four, I guess like the four spectrums or it's not spectrums, but like the four, I guess, cause there's only two points on it. Right. So it's like whatever way you lean. Right. Uh, it's there's mind which is extroverted or introverted energy which is intuitive or observant nature which is thinking or feeling uh, tactics which is judging or prospecting uh, and and then identity which is assertive or turbulent um i which is that for all of them or is that just yeah they're all assertive or turbulent um so they kind of that's the the 16 personalities adds that last one which makes it different from the and Myers that's Briggs. the one where I was like, "What?" It adds another layer that? to it, and it and it yeah. got it where I was kind of like, "Oh my gosh, this is exactly the part that was missing." Where I'm kind of like, I, my personality type, I was like, "Oh, like how do I add in all of these quirks that I feel like I've yeah. developed over the last years?" And it's that it's that last part that totally got it. So like each of those has an initial, right? Like each of those two sides of the of those 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 four or five things that it has an initial and so you put those together and that gives you your your personality type so the the four analysts are architect logician commander and debater the four diplomats are advocate mediator protagonist and campaigner um, actually you know i'm going to read the descriptions that are here as well so architect is imaginative and strategic thinkers with a plan for everything uh, logicians are innovative inventors with an unquenchable thirst for knowledge Commanders are bold, imaginative, and strong-willed leaders, always finding a way or making one. Debaters are smart and curious thinkers who cannot resist an intellectual challenge. Diplomats uh, 
have advocates who are uh, quiet and mystical, yet very inspiring and tireless idealists. Uh, mediators who are poetic, kind, and altruistic people always eager to help a good cause. Protagonists, charismatic and inspiring leaders able to mesmerize their listeners. Campaigners who are enthusiastic, creative, and sociable free spirits who can always find a reason to smile. Uh, and then under Sentinels, you've got uh, Logistician. Don't ma- mix that up with, with Logician. Um, logistician, practical and fact-minded individuals whose reliability cannot be doubted. Defender, very dedicated and warm protectors always ready to defend their loved ones. Executives, excellent administrators, unsurpassed at managing things or people. Uh, Consul, extraordinarily caring, social, and popular people always eager to help. Uh, Explorers, I have these four, virtuoso, bold and practical experimenters, masters of all kinds of tools, adventurers, flexible and charming artists, always ready to explore and experience something new, entrepreneur, smart, energetic, and very perceptive people who truly enjoy living on the edge, and entertainers, spontaneous, energetic, and enthusiastic people, life is never boring around them. So here's what I want to do. We've read all of those out. We've both taken the test. We haven't told each other what our personality types are. Um, although I think I may have talked about it previously on the podcast, but thankfully Amanda doesn't remember what she had for breakfast. I don't remember, so yeah. <laughs> we're good. Um, she and, and also, there's a good chance she wasn't even listening when I was talking. Um, <laughs> hey. that's, that's one of the other things. So I what I want to do is I is is guess each other's personality type interesting right off Uh the bat here so um yeah what's the best way to do this do you want to go first you want me to go first don't you i do of course i do you want me to look so that you can like study this and try and figure it out while i'm talking a little bit yeah Yeah. Yeah. because one of the things too that i'm doing is i'm using mine to be like how much would mike have answered things similarly to me in what ways would they overlap sure and so I'm kind of like, what? And yeah, I just have, I don't know, man. I I have no, I have no, I have no clue. I'd, yeah, I'd love your. So, so I'll tell you, this is, so I'm, I'm kind of looking at this and trying to, trying to logic this. Okay. Uh, and my first instinct is under Sentinel to go executive because that definitely describes what you do for a living. Yet it's true. That is what I what describes what I do for a living. Um, but there's a component to this, and I guess this is probably where the the assertive or turbulent can come in and kind of twist it either way. But there's a component to it that, like that, that as I know you, you you are, I, I you're a conundrum of a human being. You're 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 a, <laughs> you're you're very perplexing. It can be very frustrating and you and Crystal mm-hmm, are very mm-hmm. similar mm-hmm. in this way, which is one of the things that makes me think like, oh, maybe not because I'm fairly certain that Crystal is a protagonist. I think that's what she got mm-hmm. um, when I made her do this years ago, the first time that I did it. I'm pretty sure that's what she got. Um, and and there, there, there are percentages that make up a lot of the population. And I think that protagonist yeah. is the highest percentage. Like the majority of people are protagonists. Ah. I think I think that's why they actually like they they label it that. Um, that's fair. I 
so I wonder like like what of that similarity with Crystal like sort of pulls you over there but you, but at the same time like you guys are very different you have very different you've gone on like very completely different career paths yeah. obviously. And there's there's a key so I'm I'm going to say can I can I like comment on some of this stuff right now? Yeah. That yeah. you're in the right column. And some of the things though if you look at the characters in this column there's certain things that I'm like would you consider me observant? Sure. <laughs> because that is one of the core characteristics of the executive, right? Uh, I mean, not what it says here. It says excellent administrators, unsurpassed at managing things or people. And so here, this is, right. this is, this is where, where I get tripped up with that is that like, I, I, you are an excellent administrator. That is definitely a descriptor I, yes, true. as a producer. True. You have to be. Yes. Uh, unsurpassed at managing things. Okay. Yeah. I can definitely mm-hmm. see that. And then it goes, or people. And I go, hmm, that's where Amanda falls apart. <laughs> hey, I'm very good at managing people in my work. You are very good at managing people, but you also, but you all, like a lot of the conversations that we have are like, I don't know how to deal with this interpersonal situation. And it's like, mm, <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of a, it's, it's a little bit of a, I, that's fair. Yeah. So I don't know. And then like, there's definitely, and, and I think this is funny because like, cause we've known each other for so long. So there are like, there are different aspects of your personality that I think can fit into a lot of these things. Cause I think that like mm-hmm. that debater, smart and curious thinkers who cannot resist an intellectual challenge. Like, I think that describes you really well as, as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like if, if, if someone were to describe you in that way, I would be like, yeah, that, that, describes amanda like i think she's more than that but but that definitely fits the bill um but then like but but i don't i don't feel like i put you among analysts right that's where it's like when i look at the other personalities that are up there with analysts with commander logician and architect it's like no like these are very like there's a lot of rigidity up here and i don't feel like you are inflexible i like i like i i feel like like you have a little bit of like that explorer aspect as well like with adventurer virtuoso entertainer even entrepreneur because you are you do all of like these film projects and stuff so it's like there's there's stuff in there that i'm like that that stuff could apply too there's definitely stuff in there that could apply interesting so i don't know but but i do keep kind of like coming back to i don't think that I just I don't think that you're under diplomat. <laughs> yes. That just doesn't like that doesn't sound right. Like that just doesn't, that just rubs me the wrong way. It's like is Amanda a diplomat? Hit. No. Not really. Um, no. Yeah. So I don't know. I do I keep coming back to Sentinels. Cool. Um Cool. Maybe maybe console. Extraordinarily caring, social, and popular people Ooh. always eager to help. I mean, like that, that, that also. It, that's, I mean, that's very, that's very kind. I think the console, the console was one that when I looked at it, I was like, oh man, no, I wouldn't. Because the thing is, too, is what I'm realizing in this, these descriptions that you're coming up with is it's like there's so much of your own self judgment that goes into answering these questions. Yeah. Because I never answered any of the questions with like caring a lot about other people. 
And so when I look at the Sentinels, they all required me to answer the questions a little kinder. Mm. And just overall, there's there was stuff that it would put it in a situation where it's like, I, I guess I do care about people and I do do things where it's like, I mean, I talk about politics and I care about all these things, yeah. but I just, I, and I was looking at console and I was like, oh, extraordinarily caring. I don't know. I don't think that I would ever use the words caring to just be one of my like things that describe me words. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, it's interesting. I, th- this, cause you're not, you're not right. a nurturer, right? Like yeah. that's not, yeah. that's not it's, how I would not describe like a word the way, that I use the way yeah, that and, you help people like you, cause you do, you are an incredibly helpful person. Uh, I've never I really try. experienced it, but, but <laughs> I, but I know that you do help other people. <laughs> I I feel like I'm, I feel like this is one of the things that throws me off. I feel like I am your one friend, not maybe not one friend, but I am one of your friends that you are able to uh, take the facade down a little bit. Right. Right. Like like you don't, you don't feel the pressure of like, Oh, I have to be a certain type of person. I have to say the, you know, like I have to act a certain Mm -hmm. way in order to, you know, like whatever, Mm -hmm. like the, all of the sort of societal pressure stuff that we all deal with. It's like, we, we've been friends for so long and I think we know each other so well that it's like, we are both comfortable being a little bit ugly in front of each other. (laughs) I, I, and, and definitely like admitting our faults and that sort of thing. So it's like, like, I think that I get to see, and I also get to, I'm going to use my quote fingers here, benefit from (laughs) that facade dropping a little bit where it's like, you're, you are such a people pleaser, but, but also like, I never get to benefit from that people pleasing. (laughs) I'm always the person that you're like, Hey, I really got to do this thing. Can we start podcasting about an hour late tonight? And it's like, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I'd like to go to sleep at some point, but there's, I, there was a, a, um, comic that came up recently where it's like somebody's like, I just want to be alone right now. And the other person's like, oh, okay, I'll leave. And they're like, no, you don't count. And they're like, wait, in a good way. <laughs> because it's like, there's people like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, so I, th- I think that like for each other, we definitely like fit that bill yeah. of like, yeah. so, so I think that I think we're a little bit different with each other than we are out in the world. Like, I think that if I saw you in your element at work, that there would be, a component where I'd be like, oh, wow, that's a different Amanda than I'm used to. And I, yeah. th- and I think vice versa. Like, I think if you saw. Oh me yeah, for sure. For at sure. Work, you'd be like, oh, okay. But it, it's not that it wouldn't make sense. It would just be like, that's not, that's not the person that I deal with on a regular basis. Right. So, so I think it makes it hard to pin this. Right. Right. So I don't know. I mean, like you said that I was in the right column. Do you, you mean like in terms of like analyst, diplomat, sentinel. No. Explore. Oh, you mean like, you mean like. I mean column like actual columns so like yeah like under commander protagonist executive entrepreneur yeah so the thing that that unites those 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 four is that they're all um extroverted yeah which makes sense uh okay let me i'm here's how i'm gonna do this i'm gonna narrow this down i'm gonna narrow this down the process of elimination Mm-hmm. Are you okay? I need a notepad. I need my notepad. It's a good thing I was doing some UX today. I've got my <laughs> my grid paper handy with my pens. Okay, so you are definitely extroverted. Yes, but that I but I'm gonna guess and and we'll get into the the percentages and stuff. I'm gonna guess yeah. that you are closer to fifty percent 
like you're closer to the middle on extroverted than 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 farther away from it um that's what i'm gonna guess because because both of us we're very similar in this respect we're like we're both are extroverts i think but also like to be alone i (laughs) (laughs) definitely value our alone time okay are you intuitive or observant uh i think that you're intuitive are you thinking or feeling Ooh, this is a tough one. I think you might be feeling. Are you judging or prospecting? What does prospecting mean? I don't, I don't, I don't really get that. I guess, I guess that's more like, I guess if it's the opposite of judging, then it's. Then <laughs> you it's, sort of like instead of like judging it from afar, you would see, take the like, take the time to to see what people. And this is where this is where I get thrown off because I feel like you and I are very comfortable being judgmental <laughs> in front of each other, like like talking yeah. about stuff. But but I also know that like like in other situations that you're you're probably not as judgmental as you are when you and I are talking, right? Because <laughs> because we because we often vent to each other because we're close. So it's like yeah. we we use each other as stress relievers. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to I am going to say that that maybe you're prospecting on that one. And then assertive or turbulent. I got to go with turbulent. I think that you're a turbulent personality. I very much am a turbulent personality. That is the thing that threw it that threw it for me where I'm kind of like the the a lot of the emotions that I felt might have otherwise come into changing what my Myers-Briggs was from what I originally thought went into that last one, the T um, in ways that didn't really change the the other things. So, so, okay. So, so what I have, which is ENFP, ENFP is campaigner. So I'm not right. You're not right. So are you a protagonist? So I'm not. Um, I am a, I'm judging instead of prospecting, but I'm very much on the cusp of that. Like I, I only had 57% for judging. Okay. That was my, one of my lower, that was one of my lower scores. Okay. So this is interesting. Are you a commander? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Okay. Now flip it. What am I? Now go to you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we answer questions in similar ways and I automatically thought that you were a commander as well. And I'm like, I feel like just in the way that we position ourselves on this podcast, that because we've been friends for so long, there's a reason why I'm not the commander on this podcast. I feel like it's because of our friendship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because- I mean, yeah. I am. I, yeah. I'm a commander. We, so this is hilarious. So we have the yeah. same personality yeah. type. Yeah. Exactly, because we're both ENTJ T. Well, that's yeah. it, folks. I uh, it's been fun. I uh, the podcast right? is done now, and I don't just that's mean awesome. this episode. I mean the podcast is done. <laughs> podcast forever. The podcast is finished. Um, that's yep. so funny. Okay, yeah. all right. So this is where man, I really wish that um that I could find that part of the site that I found previously where you could see like how you work well with other people. Yeah. How you work with other people. Also, I just want to say I'm 81% extroverted, man. Are you really? Okay. So, okay. So let's look at this then. Let's look at our percentages. Yeah. So you're 81% extroverted as opposed to introverted. 
I am 68% extroverted as opposed to introverted. Hey, I just want to go back, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Um, I want to say that the reason why you didn't guess commander is because that was you. It was also a, it was also a hint where when you started not guessing commander, I was like, oh, Mike's a commander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, it sort of was a thing where, why I wanted you to go first. Cause I was going to guess commander. If I went first, that would have been the first thing I guessed. And I know your personality in that because you are a commander, you wouldn't have guessed that I was a commander. <laughs> and I just think that's that true. that's really funny. Like it's, it's just like a thing that like, if yeah. we had gone, I would have guessed commander right off the bat. That's so funny. It's so yeah. funny because it's also like, it's like, well, okay. So now like we don't, we, now we only get to talk about one personality type. Um, <laughs> The thing is, if I was, the executive is the only other one too, though. Like when I look at these personality types in terms of like, because you get to answer, ask the questions when I just like do a basic overview of these executive is the only other one that I'm kind of like, if I had got it, it would have made sense, but I'm, I'm not observant. I'm intuitive. Yeah. And I know that about myself. And I'm not a ton more intuitive, but I just know that obser- observational skills is not something that I'm super good at. Like I have to have a certain amount to be good at my job because I'm a good executive and there's a certain amount of things that you have to observe in that role. But yeah. I think what makes me a good executive is the stuff that I intuit from people, right? And that yeah, yeah. helps with my people skills because I don't have the, fe- like I'm not feeling either. I'm like like a little thinking and I think that there's just a, like a little bit of a thing on that cusp. So I think that there's a certain amount of it that really does go into your own self, like pre prescribed things because I look at all of the rest of these and I'm kind of like, well, I'm not really, I'm not really any of these other ones when I look through them. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so, so like, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's absolutely that. Like I just didn't want it. The other part of it is that like, I know because I did this a, a while ago and, and like read through a lot of the stuff, it's like, it's such a low percentage of the population is commanders. Like it's, it, yeah. it's, it's not like rare to meet a commander, but like, in an in a given environment you will usually only have one or two it's actually like because it doesn't really work very well if you if you had an office full of commanders nothing would ever get done because everybody would just be yelling at each other all the time (laughs) right yeah um but it is it there's an interesting dynamic to our relationship then of like like i do think that it like in our relationship except for the few times that we butt heads like i think that you like defer that like you definitely oh. go like I don't need to be in charge right now. Because our relationship wouldn't work, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Like there's but there's like there's a lot of core things. I feel like there has been one or two times in our in the whole time that we've known each other where I've tried to like if if there's things that I feel like I push back it's just resulted in so much chaos or like things that I'm like this has the ability to damage our friendship irreparably <laughs> that I just Yeah don't want to do that. I'm like, why? Also, we, we are never, we never put ourselves in situations in which our personalities require any, right? Like there's like, we don't produce things together that are media contents that for visual media content, right? We create audio media content, which I always defer to you. Like, I'm happy for you to own that sphere. Cause I don't know. And I don't know as much about it. And it's yeah. really, it's your baby. I do not think that we would produce films together because well because i have many more opinions on that yeah (laughs) right and so there's just things that i feel like we just position ourselves well in the things that we do and the activities that we do and the stuff that it just it that it's okay and it works so 
But oh. I, it is. There's a very like it's a very. But I also do that with like lots of my friendships. There's all you have to find like how you groove with people, and I just I this is why I don't make new friends because I've learned how to work with the current friends that I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you find out what works. Okay, let, let's go through, anyway, the go through the percentages and see where we where yeah. we differ. So we already did introverted, extroverted, right? Yeah, so, but what's your percentage for extroverted? Uh, sixty-eight percent. Okay. Yeah. So a lot lower than yours. Um, intuitive versus observant. Uh, so I I'm sixty-nine percent intuitive. I'll just have to say nice there. Cool. Uh, I'm I'm sixty. <laughs> I'm sixty-six. Okay, so we're pretty close on that one. I mm-hmm. uh, thinking versus feeling. I am sixty-seven percent thinking. I'm sixty-four percent thinking. Okay. <laughs> we're just the same person this is yeah basically. uh 57 judging over uh prospecting for me <laughs> what are you on the on the dot <laughs> i'm 57 yeah. judging. okay uh, assertive versus turbulent uh i'm 76 percent turbulent interesting i'm 63 percent turbulent okay <laughs> this is so interesting because i because i do think like the other thing that changes the dynamic is, uh, uh, and I will I will qualify this us us both being cisgendered, uh, is is our our gender dynamic, like yeah. like because because I do think that they although neither one of us is like prototypical, uh, I would say that we are both like like I am I am f- very noticeably and behaviorally male, in a lot of yeah. ways. Uh, and and I think that the same goes for you when it comes to being female, right? Like correct, yes. There being a woman, agree. like like neither, neither one of us is like is uh, like skews non-binary or or, mm-hmm. or sort of outside of like and and like queer in any sort of way. Um, even though, and this is the interesting thing, even though we have surrounded ourselves with queer people, yeah, yeah. And to me, like that's that's such an interesting thing that we have in common that you and I are like, we're very like hetero cisgendered people. Yeah. But like, like most of my close most friends, most of, most of our friends are, are, yeah. are queer in some way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, so that's, 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 that's so funny. I, we're very similar people, Mike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, it definitely, <laughs> but I just, I just wouldn't have pegged us as being this similar. <laughs> um like right down to it like like because there's there's stuff about it especially like the fact that like that commanders don't work well together like it's generally not it's it's not uh i yeah it's not super great it's not it's (laughs) Um, yeah agree (laughs) but but the other part of it is that like i do know that that like um I, th- I think one of the things with commanders is that is that there's like a, a, a game recognized game sort of component to it that like right. the thing that that pisses a commander off more than anything is people who are not good at what they're doing right yeah because because yeah. as a commander it's like you are only as good as your team yeah and if somebody on your team isn't firing on all cylinders get them off your team <laughs> right like that's yeah. That's the way that's the way that a commander personality looks at things, which is it can be a little bit like so it's definitely it's unfeeling. It's more thinking. Right. But but it it does mean that, like, if two commanders are in the same room and they're both good at their jobs 
or 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 they're they're in a zone where they're both capable then you probably aren't going to get conflict unless unless you get into a place where like they have very differing opinions yeah because you have to recognize what it is that's working for the overall situation right Yeah. yeah and it's and i mean you deal with that where it's like whatever it is that you're making right if you realize what's gonna work well in the end right you yeah because because i'd say like i have i have so much more conflict with um with like like the i would say probably like with with other analyst types for sure yeah like a debater like I was gonna like, say debaters, I have so definitely. much conflict with debaters because because debaters don't arrive at an answer, right? <laughs> like they just they just and 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 they also are unable to admit when they're wrong. And like I know this because I because one of one of my friends is a debater, and I hate it when we get into that cycle of like we'll be at we'll be at the bar and and especially if everybody's a few drinks in except for me because i don't drink but it doesn't matter because i match the i match the tone i i because i'm a social chameleon in that way i and and the conversation will be going around and this specific debater that i'm talking about he comes from alberta and his dad works (laughs) in oil and gas so he has some opinions about oil and gas that are incorrect and i don't mean like like morally incorrect i mean statistically scientifically speaking incorrect and right. and these are yeah. things that that tie back into things like i i don't know this little thing you might have heard of called uh, climate change <laughs> um and he Yikes. holds the opinion that human beings don't didn't create climate change didn't affect Boy. climate change Boy. that the world goes in 3000 year cycles and we just happen to be at the end of a 3000 year cycle um, but everybody wants to attribute it to oil and gas, which is definitely the line that oil and gas wants you to believe so that they can continue doing what they're doing. Right. Um, but, but it's, but it's patently false and the science shows that it's patently false, that it is definitely greenhouse gases. Right. So like, like we'll go around and around and around on this and everybody else at the table, four other people at the table will be like, you are wrong. And he'll keep going and you're just like stop like you've lost <laughs> you've lost yeah. the battle concede yeah. and it drives me insane and it's like it's one of those things where like i will have to like get up and leave the table and like and 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 be like are you guys done talking about this cuz i can't i can't be a part of this conversation anymore um yeah and then and then like i think like with 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 like i i uh, what's the I'm trying to look at figure out what the which one it is one of these is a waffle and I can't remember which one it is I think it's campaigner a waffle waffle like like the yeah uh, enthusiastic really creative and sociable free spirits who can always find a reason to smile like they're <laughs> like 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 pick a lane <laughs> <laughs> right in they're intuitive feelers so yeah. it's like I think mediator would probably fall under this as well but campaigners are more of a problem because they're because they're extroverted. Right. So it's like it's it's like 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 make a decision on something. Like don't just get, like sociable free spirit. Like get, get out of my. I I'm creative. Like I hate it when people describe themselves as creative. It's like I'm an artist for a living. Like I work in a creative field. Like I'm I'm a I'm a designer and a and a 
brand specialist. Like it's like, these are very creative roles. Uh, I hate the word creative because it implies that there is no science to what I do. Right. (laughs) Like when I'm, when I'm picking colors for a brand, I'm just going like, I'm just, you know, like licking my finger and putting it in the air and going, I think purple is nice today. (laughs) And it's like, and I've worked with a campaigner who was a designer and that's the sort of thing that they did. And it was like, knock it off. That's not what we do. <laughs> right. And it gives, it gives design a bad name. And it also is not a good way to, to, to do design. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, like the, 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 the commander personality, it's like, you, you definitely need, you need subordinates. <laughs> Like it, like that dynamic has to be at play, and some people just don't want to. They don't want to agree to that, you know. It's uh, yeah. I don't know, but how is the world supposed to work if somebody's not in charge? Sometimes, like I don't understand. Yeah. I don't like like, and and it takes it takes a mix of everybody in order for the world to to function. But I don't know. I can't help There's, but feel if there were more commanders in positions of authority that the world would go a little bit smoother. But that's also the sort of thing that a fascist would say. So, well, but and I noticed that. So it's something that I struggle with a lot at work because I, myself, and one other of the producers, and we both got promoted around the same time. So we're not the newest producers, but we're newer than a lot of our colleagues. Yeah, but we're both the most vocal people in any situation, in any group meeting, in any new rollout, in anything, we're the two that will speak up and will say something. And every time we do, we kind of talk to each other. We have these side conversations where we're like, how are the other producers functioning and not doing this? (laughs) And so it just sort of is like, there's different ways of working across the board and maybe that's not the thing that's going to help in every situation because it obviously works for all of the other shows that the two of us are not on Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of producers but they're not all the same personality types like it's very clear that other producers have completely opposite personalities to me and my colleague um and but we we also think that that's the only way to to do it right because we really talk to each other so often about about how stuff gets done um, that I don't have any insight into how to do it otherwise. Right. Yeah. But it's like, as long as, as, but there's this, there's this lovely, um, like what it says, the underlying thought running through the commander mind might be something like, I don't care if you call me an insensitive. You I can say it. You can is say it bastard is what they're trying bastard, to plug yeah. out there. As long as I remain an efficient bastard. Yeah. And for me, that's like how I live at work. I mean, obviously I get a lot of anxiety if people think that I'm a terrible person. So there's that, but I would way rather be considered efficient than nice. Yeah. Right. I'd rather my, I'd rather my show be successful and I'd rather the people know that I get stuff done than them be like, Oh, she's such a lovely person. And for me, like just genuinely looking at other producers, there's a lot of other producers where if people wanted to work with really nice people, they would choose a different producer. Yeah. But nobody's going to come onto my show and say that I don't know what I'm doing. And to me, that's what I care about more than anything else. And that's why when I look at this commander personality type, I know that there is an undercurrent to it. That is very much something that is, is me. Um, so yeah. Yeah, totally. That's- yeah. It, it is. I think, I think as a commander, it is like a personality trait to 
be perplexed at anybody who does anything a different way than the way that you would do it. Yeah. Right. And the way, it's like, it's just like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you arrived at that conclusion. You're, you're wrong. Right. <laughs> Which obviously gets us into trouble more often than not, because people don't like being told that they're wrong. I like, obviously that's, that's not, that's not rocket yeah. science, but, but at the same time, like, and I like, this is, this is something that like I talked to therapists about. It's like, but I am right. Like, like not always like, and I, and, and I, I like to think that I'm, that I'm quick to admit when I'm in a situation, when I'm in over my head or I'm out of, out of my depth or whatever. And, 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 you know, like I'll defer to other people in the room and go like, Hey, you know more about this than I do. I'm also lazy by nature. So like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't feel the need to run everything but let me tell you if we're in a room and somebody starts talking about star wars and they go i know the most about star wars i'm gonna be like shut up no you don't you don't and it's why like i think when when somebody is like oh i'm a big star wars fan and then and and you go oh yeah really and you start talking about it with them and it's like you've only seen the movies like you're not a big Star Wars fan, right? It's and which is gatekeeping and stuff like that. And I know that I was going to say that's problematic. In, in general, it's problematic. But at the same time, like for me personally, in my interaction with that person, like, like we and we talk about this. It's like I like, like I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to stop you from enjoying Star Wars. That's that would be a very immature way to respond to that that yeah. emotional feeling that I have. What I want is I want you to stop talking to me about it. Because we are not enjoying this in the same way. You, you, you think that it is a thing that it is not like you think that star Wars is three movies and you're, and you're wrong. It's not three movies. It's bigger than that. Right. And that's like, that's my, it's a subjective thing. So it's my experience. So it's true in terms of it being a personal truth. Right. So it's like, so I'm not wrong, but at the same time, like their experience of it is a different experience than mine, but it doesn't matter because like, I'm not going to, I, I, I'm not going to dilute myself in order to like, and I hate it. Like I'll be in social situations and somebody, it'll come up that I'm a star Wars fan. Uh, it's hard not to, cause half of the time I'm wearing a shirt with something star Wars on it <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and somebody will start going into it and, and it'll be like, it'll be like, Oh my God, like you're not, this can go one of two ways. You can sit back and you can listen to me talk about it. Which I get tired of myself because it's like, because I don't want to like I like I do and I don't like, like, I think I've made it really clear on on my Star Wars podcast, especially in the last couple of years, like I want to hear what other people think, because I've been regurgitating the same thoughts about Star Wars for, you know, since I was like 15 years old, like I, like, if I just keep going around in my own personal echo chamber, just listening to my own voice. I'm never going to see it in a different way. I'm never going to appreciate different things. And it's like that. Hap- that's what happened last year with the Raylo thing is that like, I talked to some people and they made me see it in a completely different way. And now I have a totally different appreciation for the sequel trilogy that I didn't have previously. And that's actually informed the way that I feel about the prequels. It's informed the way that I th- feel about star Wars rebels and like, and, and some of the books and the comics and stuff like that. And I've, I've enjoyed things about star Wars that I wouldn't have before. It's also made me really angry about certain things that I probably wouldn't have cared about as much, but, but like it has broadened my experience and I like that. So if I'm talking to somebody about it and it's not just star Wars, it's also the Marvel movies. It's, 
you know, if we're going to talk about science or uh, philosophy or whatever, like if you're not, if you're not going to like meet me where I'm at and then take me somewhere new and exciting, then I have no interest in talking to you about it. Right. Which is, I think the reason why I hate small talk. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, it's like, man, this weather sure, sure is nice today. Yes. (laughs) We're all aware. We all have the, you know, I, I think it's actually something like 60 some odd senses, um, scientifically speaking, but, uh, the, we all have the, 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 the five senses, <laughs> the five agreed upon senses, and we can all tell that it's a nice day. Like this doesn't, this actually doesn't require further examination. Now, if you, if you want to walk up to me and be like, man, those cloud formations, uh, are sure are something you only see that in this region because blah, 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 blah. And it's like, Oh, cool. You want to talk to me about earth science? Like, like let's, let's get into it. Like, let's talk about that. Like educate me on some stuff that I don't know. Right. But those people, I feel like that those type of people are hard to find, especially the type of people who a want to talk about stuff at length and B are able to do it in a way that is actually interesting. Um, but, but that said, it's like, like, like I, my job is, uh, we service the mining industry and I, in any other context, I couldn't care less about mining, but because I work with people in that industry, I have to know stuff and I have to learn stuff. And there are certain people that I'll go to at at my company to talk to about stuff. And I know that they're not necessarily the person with the most knowledge on the subject, but I know that they'll like, whatever they tell me, they'll like, it'll be interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll go to them to talk about it, <laughs> like to ask yeah. them a question, because I know that like I'll get I'll get more than what I asked for, because if I go to some people, I'll go like, hey, um, I'm trying to pick an image for this topic. And I uh, and, and, and these are the six images that I've come up with. Which one of these is which one of these actually represents the, the topic that we're that we're covering the best. And and some people will go like, oh, that one is is the actual or that you're talking about. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. It's like, and you know, like that's efficient, but, but at the same time, it's like, I'll go to other people and they'll be like, oh, you know, what's cool about that. And it's like this picture over that picture, that one's actually like, you know, this from this type of a deposit and it actually indicates this stuff. And like, they'll go into like the science of it. And I'll be again, this is earth science again. And I'll, and I'll, (laughs) I'll, I like to feed off other people nerding out about stuff. I don't care what it is. Right like that enthusiasm to me is infectious and and i like i don't know i i don't i i see other people like they 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 glaze over they don't want to listen and and to me it's yeah. like that that to me i think is one of those things i think it's probably part of the turbulent part of 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 being a commander where it's like i don't know maybe it's the combination of like intuitive and and thinking right where it's like like you're getting you're you're getting like all the like the like like the juicy stuff you know what i mean like i don't just want a meal i also want it to taste good <laughs> so it's not just about sustenance it's about yeah no it's fair it's about it's about the uh, uh which i like if you were like more observant over intuitive i think that you'd be more about like how many calories are in this as opposed to like is it does it taste good <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> So, I don't know. That's that's fair. I don't know. Did any of that make any sense or was I just rambling incoherently? I mean, you often are just rambling, but it makes sense to somebody who's listening, so that's good. 
Thanks. That's it. Right? That's it. That was a diplomatic way of putting that, I guess. I, <laughs> but isn't that what a podcast is? It's just us rambling into the into the void. Yeah. About the mostly. things that we that we find enjoyable. Mostly. I've been looking up I've been trying to find like how to figure out which personality types you work well with, which is versus not. Like there's so much stuff about Myers Briggs on the internet. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, there's, uh, but I found this lovely article in the observer. It's the each of Myers-Briggs personality types worst nightmare. So here's ours. ENTJ. You discover that someone you trusted has been secretly manipulating your environment for years and infringing upon your ability to make autonomous choices. You are not sure if they were acting alone or if you must now be suspicious of everyone else you once trusted. Is that your biggest <laughs> fear? Um, I wouldn't say so. I would say, okay. I would say, I would say that, that, that my biggest fear, especially like if we're talking about like interpersonal relationships and like, so for the, for us as adults, I think the, the majority of that, and because I'm in, I'm in a stable, healthy, long-term relationship. So I don't worry as much about romantic stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I, so I think, I think mostly in terms of, of workplace for this sort of thing. And I think, I think like it goes, it kind of goes back to that, that I don't care if you call me an insensitive bastard, as long as I remain an efficient bastard. It's like that idea of like, like I'm good at my job and I know I'm good at my job. And the thing that worries me the most is that other people don't understand that I'm good at my job because they Uh, don't understand what I do. Right. Right. Especially be, because I am in a creative field and it, and, and so many people see it as a subjective thing. Yeah. Or as like a worse, like as magic, right. <laughs> Which like goes against that. What I was saying earlier about like the decisions that I make are informed intellectual decisions that I think are in the best interest of whatever project I'm working on. Right. So the idea that they somebody would like look at me and go and especially because as a commander i can come off as as blunt or curt or in the worst instances rude um they that like i'm like because arrogant gets thrown around a lot right mm-hmm. which i always like to think that like i'm not like i'm i definitely have a lot of pride um i'm definitely cocky right but arrogance is is when it's unearned but people see it that way because they don't because because they have such a lack of understanding what you do right that it's and and i and that to me is like probably the thing that i worry about the most is that like and it what it leads to is me over explaining things in a lot of contexts at work where it's like where i will like Instead of instead of telling people what the decision is, I will justify the decision and I'll talk about it for 20 minutes so that everybody knows that it's I think it comes off as like so everybody knows how smart I am, which is like like if you see me as arrogant, then that's then that's how you would perceive that is like, oh, there's there goes Mike again be, having to be the smartest person in the room. But it, but that's not what it is. It's it's insecurity more than anything. It's like it's like please don't. It's imposter syndrome stuff, right? That everybody right, deals. Of course, with. yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it's very much like please don't think that I am that I don't deserve to be here, right? And I I think I think that that's a millennial thing. Like I think I think that's very much our generation 
because I, I get the same thing from you a lot when we talk about stuff where it's like, there is a lot of like, do I, when are they going to yeah, figure out yeah, yeah. that I'm not supposed to be here? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. When, yeah. <laughs> when are they, when are people going to realize that I made these backstage passes at home and snuck back here? Right. <laughs> And I have I'm to constantly everybody. Yeah, I have to constantly remind myself that's how everybody got here. No one knows right. what they're doing. Everybody's making it up as they go along. Some people are just better at hiding it than others, right? And some people care more than others about about that status stuff. And and I do care a lot about status. I do care a lot about about um it's very frustrating for me at work right now that I'm not in a management position because at the age that I'm at, I feel like I should be, but because our generation is dealing with baby boomers and Gen Xers and there's like, there's, there's like 7 billion of them, right? <laughs> they, they, it's like, there are no, unless you go out there and you make that position for yourself, there isn't, that position doesn't exist. Right. Like you like you it's gonna be a very long time before I am up for real management positions. Certainly before I am up for executive positions, because I have to wait for Gen Xers to vacate those roles. And there are a lot of Gen Xers and they're not that old. Right? Like like in, in comparison, like relatively to us. So it's one of those things where it's like, like what am I like what am I doing with my career? Where am I at? And it's like that constant insecurity of like, I was, it's the Anakin Skywalker thing when he like, when he throws his little hissy fit and he's like, he's like, Obi-Wan's holding me back. Right. And, and when, he's, <laughs> when that's in Attack of the Clones and then in, in Revenge of the Sith, when they're like, we, 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 we grant you a seat on this council, but, but, You're but not. you don't get the rank, yeah. rank of master. And he's like, that's outrageous. Right. How can you be on the council and not be a master? Right. And it's like, I feel those feelings so hard on such a regular basis. Do you want to like, be relating to Anakin Skywalker that hard right now? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, like murder a bunch of children. Um, <laughs> That's fair. But, but I, it, I, there's also, it's, I think it's the reason why I like Poe Dameron so much. And I mean, like, I liked him from the right. outset because he's the best pilot in the galaxy and all that sort of thing. Like he was, and it's Oscar Isaac. So he's beautiful and he's charismatic and you can't help but love him. But then in The Last Jedi, I've talked about this and people go like, why would you admit that? And it's like, because uh, it's a real, like, this is a real feeling that like, and because I'm past it, I can say like Poe's story of like, like, like that moment when, when they're like, Leia's in a coma, all of the leadership is dead because they all got vacked. Uh, Hey, uh, is the Star Wars term. Um, I... And they're all dead. Everyone's dead. There's no more leadership in the resistance. So the chain of command is clear and it falls to, and he has that moment where he like takes a breath because he's, it's like, this is, this is it. Like I am now the leader of the resistance until, until Leia comes back. And, and she's like, Admiral Holdo, (laughs) Vice Admiral Holdo. And he has that moment of like total dejection. And it's like, I feel that on such a regular basis of like, like every time somebody is every time somebody else gets a promotion at work, it's like, that's nonsense. I could do that job better. And it's like, yeah, but you don't, you're not in, you're not even in that department. 
right but like i relate to that yeah. so hard and like there's the misogyny yeah. angle to it that's a little bit different i mean like i don't definitely as a younger man had an issue with women in authority because you know we grew up in a patriarchy and that's yeah. how men are raised and it's unfortunate but i i i like to think that i've gotten over that mostly it's still there i mean every, if, if find me a guy who doesn't have mommy issues and and, and <laughs> I don't know, buy you dinner, I guess. I don't know where I was going with that. It'll be something, I mean, don't worry, that'll never happen. So that's, I guess. Yeah, I don't have to worry about it because you're not going to find that person. I, I, but yeah, like, like, so like I look at that and like, I go, like, I definitely, I definitely relate to that. And I'm just now putting together, I guarantee you, if you were to like answer these questions as Poe Dameron, he'd be a commander type as well. He literally is. I mean, his, his, his title is commander. Damn, right? Like that's his, that's his whole thing uh, until he gets demoted to captain. And it's like, so like there, like there it is in that character's story. This is why I like Poe so much. It's why I'm so furious about what they did to him in rise of Skywalker, because the worst thing you could do to Poe Dameron is demote him. And Leia knew that. Yeah. That's why she yeah. did it. Right. She slapped him across the face, which injured his pride. And then she demoted him which made him think lesser of himself because the, the pride thing is what other people think of me. Like if I get slapped and everybody sees it, everybody just saw that. But if I get demoted now, the person who is supposed to believe in me says that they don't believe in me. And that's, that's worse than the slap, Mm -hmm. the slap I can take, right. I can shrug that off. But like the demotion is where is, is where Poe really it's like it's hit hard and that's why when holdo like then rubs it in later he's like i hate you now i and 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 he's wrong too but she's also kind of a little bit she she's also a commander so like (laughs) like there's like a there's definitely a dynamic there right and and there's like this is what ryan johnson was driving at and it's why it makes a lot of men uncomfortable and it's why there's a lot of man babies out there who aren't able to reconcile these feelings, who hate The Last Jedi because it took the male characters and it right. and it put their insecurities out front, right? Like, like Kylo Ren's whole thing is like, I don't want to be alone, but I can't tell anybody that I don't want to be alone, but I feel so alone. Right. All I want to do is just kiss this pretty girl. <laughs> but I can't because if I do, it'll admit a weakness that like I need an I need a person in my life in order to feel fulfilled, right? Like like that's his whole thing. And so like that hits guys. And then with Poe Dameron, it's like it's like I like this woman got promoted over me and I can't emotionally deal with it. And that hits hard for a lot of guys, even if they don't realize it. And then with Luke Skywalker, it's like it's like I am not in control of my emotions. And for Luke Skywalker to say, I am not in control of my emotions. I almost killed my own nephew. They can't reconcile it because men are supposed to be in control of our emotions at all times. Unless we get angry, that's okay. That's the only healthy emotion, obviously. Exactly. So it's okay when Kylo Ren says, blast that piece of junk out of the sky. We cheer for it because it's like, oh, cool. Right. Like, oh, he's he's doing. This I really thing. want people to recognize that that was sarcasm. I just I don't think I was a sarcastic. Yeah, in my, <laughs> no, I think. In my delivery. <laughs> OK, good. But yeah. So like I I really think that like like Ryan Johnson as as an evolved male, I uh, definitely was looking at that that at these characters through that lens 
of of sort of of a feminist man, right? And and certainly trying to inject as much feminine gaze into the story as he could, uh, and, and he has essentially admitted that somebody asked him like 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 why don't you just like remake Pride and Prejudice in space? And he's like, I already did. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he it, did. It's it it was intentional. That's not just women seeing what they want to see, which is what a lot of men on the internet will tell you. It's like like that's in there, right? And I think it's why it rubs so many guys the wrong way because they're just like, they, they're, they haven't done the work to understand that stuff. Why does it always come back to star Wars? Uh, because of course it does. Like, it I does. <laughs> Obviously. Well, it only comes back to the really good ones, right? Like, it's not like yeah. we're going like, and you know, like just like in the Phantom Menace, it's like, <laughs> no, we'll talk about the Phantom Menace is, is good, but it's not good in those ways. Um, sure. That's fair. Anyways, anything anything left to say about our commander personality types? I I don't think so. I um I think it's interesting. I want to know what the most uh populous uh personality yeah. type is, and I can't I haven't I've like gone through and I'm looking at a few like not all of them like like the protagonist is only two percent and commander's only what three percent like there's not a I I haven't found any that are like this is what a lot of people are, but. Yeah. Uh, that's I'll just keep looking. It's I, I don't know if people haven't done this. If you haven't done your Myers Briggs, it's fun. It's just a fun. This sixteen personalities.com, which has not in any way sponsored this podcast. Yeah. We you just sent it to me, but um, it it's actually it was a really cool way for me to do this. Like it it was something that I was like, oh, what's this thing that Mike sent me? And then I was like, yeah. oh, it's Myers Briggs, but it's like got a little bent to it. Like I really like the extra, like the the turbulent versus um, aggressive. Yeah um they like have very solid they have very solid branding as well like it's yeah it's and it's, it's a, and it's lots of there's lots of stuff like there's I, i'm kind of like why would i ever pay for this and i'm like oh because they want to use your personalities as ways to like assess your life and your relationships and your yeah. work and all these things so there's things that you could really like you could do a really big deep dive here once you figure out what your personality is uh, where your personality type is like how to how to best utilize that and to succeed in life so there's a world map here so we can look at like uh, world traits, world introverted, introverted versus extroverted. So we can look at that and go like, okay, so Canada, Canada is slightly more introverted than extroverted, two point four seven percent. Wow. Uh, the United States is slightly more introverted than extroverted at 04 percent. That's barely. They're barely. Uh, Mexico is slightly more extroverted. Let's see. Brazil is more introverted than extroverted. That's I find that actually a little bit surprising. Yeah, is that a is that a negative stereotype for me to have? I mean, I, like a lot of my Brazilian friends are very extroverted. So uh, when I, I like think of Brazil, I for... think of like I I think of people like I like I think of like soccer and I think of like partying in the streets and like like I don't know is carnival that's a that's a Brazil thing, right? Carnival. Uh... I think I think so. I don't know. I think I know a... there's a carnival that's. Uh a French Canadian thing, but I think, I, I think it might be, I'm going to Google it right now, but I um, think like the thing with the, with the feathered dresses yeah, is sort yeah. of the thing that I, yeah. Um, let's see. I not, not surprising Russia more introverted oh, than extroverted. I didn't realize it's the Brazil Brazilian carnival is it, it's the held on the Friday afternoon before Ash Wednesday, which marks the beginning of Lent. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't um, realize that they were related. 
Japan, slightly more introverted. That's not surprising. There's actually... I, Australia is more extroverted than introverted. That makes sense. Yeah. It's interesting. So, yeah, you can't... They do have, like, this... Where it's okay, like, I found I found a frequency of uh, personality types on a completely unrelated website that looks like it was built in 1997. <laughs> um, but it says that it's... It seems like it has similar, so it's the the most populous. It says is ISFJ. ISFJ. Okay, let me go back to it. I ISFJ is defender. Okay, and then the least uh, it says is INFJ, which I think that was the architect, right? Which was which was one of the one the least. Yeah. Oh no, INTJ. Uh, INFJ is the advocate. Interesting. I mean, I don't know how much I believe this. Uh, this it, like it literally is. This website looks like it was built in. Yeah. <laughs> in the nineties. Uh, but it does seem like ENTJ is a relatively rare personality type. Yeah. I guess the world couldn't be full of commanders, or we would all collapse. Yeah. Um. But I'm. But I'm reading the protagonist one. If that is Crystal, because that has um, uh, like teachers and uh, um, counselors. What else was in it? Uh, it was like people that were like, uh, board, natural born leaders, um, coaches, teachers, uh, and politicians, which I'm kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Which like that definitely it's- like, like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that this is what Crystal got. Cause that definitely fall like, like coaching slash teaching is definitely what she does. She doesn't coach in like a sports sense, but no, in like but a I, yeah. behavioral yeah. sense. Right. So yeah. It's yeah. definitely, it's the same thing. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you were a hockey coach, you're like, hey, go practice your crossovers and I'm going to tell you what you're doing wrong uh, and how to improve. And and with Crystal, it's like, it's like, hey, let's work on these social skills. Uh, you're not making eye contact. Let's work on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, cool. Well, I think that's it. This has been. I think that was a lot. We talked about hours. a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, it's lots of things. I, I'm so. so I'm, I feel like people can people can look into this more. I I didn't realize that there's like a whole history where it's like um Carl Jung Jung. Yeah, I don't know how you say his name, but it's sort of like a way to like make psychology palatable to the masses. So it's kind of interesting to 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 be able to deconstruct yourself a little bit, if nothing else. Human a, beings a fun... like to categorize. It's, it's yeah. It's a. Yeah. Uh, it's a instinctual need. Um, yeah. So check po- it out. Poisonous fruit versus edible fruit and that sort of thing. <laughs> like that's, it's why we can see in color, right? Like that's okay. like, like to be able to categorize things. Yeah. Some, like some it. animals don't need to, cause like they can digest whatever, but, well, but as primates, it's like we could only digest certain things. So we had to be able to differentiate like, like ripe berries from unripe berries and that sort of thing. So we evolved along those lines to be able to do that. And so now it's the way that it's why racism exists. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jeez. this yeah. is kind of just a different, because I, you could hear me being prejudicial about certain personality types in this conversation, like <laughs> stupid debaters and campaigners. Um, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, well, I, that's it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another Thunderquack podcast. Uh, we'll all be back next week with another Metafic episode. I think we're going to do Black Panther. I think that's the plan. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. 
uh like i said i i uh, rebel cells is is going at the moment and record that tomorrow it'll be out wednesday or i guess it, it'll be out tomorrow as you guys are hearing this because it'll go out tuesday uh and uh yeah i don't know do you have anything do you have anything that you want people to know about was there anything with crazy eights that people could like can they go watch yeah. your thing is it online you, you- you could have watched it uh, yeah. on May 1st. It was just too uh, So late. that's already happened. Um, we're doing a film festival run. I'll let everybody know if there's a premiere festival coming up. Um, and then my next big thing is the premiere uh, for our short film, Happiness. It's coming out this July. So July 1st, I think, is the premiere for that. So I'll start hyping that in June. Um, cool. But yeah, I'll let, I'll let people know when Crazy Eights is available uh, to watch in different places. Yeah, it's for sure. Pretty fun. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you everybody for listening and uh, uh, we'll, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands and be kind to one another. Follow the Thunderquack Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching the Thunderquack Podcast. You can support us in three ways. First, by heading to the podcast service of your choice and leaving a rating and review. Second, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch from your favorite podcasts. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get cool rewards like early access and extended episodes. The Thunderquack Podcast is the official podcast of thunderquack.com. Head to thunderquack.com to discover more great podcasts.